E. I just want to sneak in before the Nerd Matters guys see me and make me do one of those pathetic intro things. This podcast has been recorded and mixed over the course of several weeks, so some of the stories happened weeks ago. Just an FYI in case you think we're one of those irresponsible pricks high-fiving prostitutes and then visiting care homes. We're not. We never visit a care home. Even if a loved one was giving out free blowies and hand shandies. Anyway. Come in, mate. I've got the booth set up for the recording. Jesus Christ, give me a minute. Let me just wrap this up. Alright. Fucking hell. Fucking fat stupid hair busy body sticking his wide nose into all my business. Just because he is not thin anymore. Anyway, he has thrown me off now. Where was I? Fuck it. Speak to you on the other side of this musical bitch batch. Little piece of shit. Give it to me. Guten tag. Du hast. Du hast milch. We interrupt your usual now matters podcast listening habits to take you livey from the tall sexy voiced one's bedroom as he is being held in isolative captivity. As with many of the themes of our podcasts, this is going to set this pod firmly in a dirty little pocket of zeitgeist eula time in which our global community is being held to ransom by coronavirus. Not many jokes to be had there. I even looked up anagrams of coronavirus in an attempt to take me down some thinly related shtick. And it suggested the word carnivorous. So it seems like the letters are just a bit of a wrong un. But I will try not to be such a negative wegative Nancy Wancy as there is also the word savior in there as well. That and raccoons. So there is hope for us yet. And to any of you who see the world as only overreacting. And I'm not including those panic buying bellends because there are always panic buying bellends. But if you think that there is an excessive level of fear in some individuals, then maybe exercise empathy for once in your fucking thick life and appreciate that this is actually life-threatening and terry-fucking-fying to people who aren't as lucky to be as healthy, arrogant, or self-cunted as you. Yes, the media acts like a deflating balloon fart spitting its gospel spasmodically like a Munchausen bishop. But take off your Murdoch-tinted glasses and go take your cynicism for a shit for a bit and stop being an unsupportive prick. All that said, good luck out there and let me know if I can post you some bog roll. I bought up absolutely fucking shit loads pun intended of the stuff. Honestly I think I've got too much. I've had to take up masturbating and crying to make my way through it. I've been doubling it up so I am for plying my shit wipes and even deliberately pissing on the floor and stairs so I have something to use it up on. Also, I'm not sure if you've ever drank hand sanitizer but Jesus fucking cock shit. That stuff is fantastic. Although the hangover is like getting your head kicked in by Austin 314. Stone Cold Steve Irwin's next door neighbor. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. But most of all, let's just keep being kind and lovely. And if you see someone fall over at a gig, pick them up and kick them in the back of the twat. Welcome to Now Matters Podcast Episode 12. Hello. Um, beep, 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 beep. And what we here. Um, bit of a different podcast today. We've got. Um, I'm coming straight, straight out of um, isolation or whatever it's called, social separation. Is that that might be a race thing? What's it called? Social distancing. Social distancing. Just me. So kind of hard to create a bit of banter in a situation like this. So I'm just gonna. Um, try something different and just talk and 
so you see how that goes down. <laughs> so basically, I'm in isolation as a result of um, I went, and this is going to be a pods on tour for this podcast, um, whereby myself and a few mates and some new mates went for um, a friend, uh, Stagdu, which I'll get more onto. But basically, I came back from that um, not feeling great. Uh, went into work because um, I just it, it basically was a consequence of have you ever had <clears throat> had it where you've been to a festival where you've maybe overdone it at the festival and you come back and the Monday after you're not feeling particularly excellent it was a bit like that but on the Tuesday um, Daisy Relevant I used to go to school with a girl called Daisy Relevant actually but when I, when the day after I came and I felt absolutely dread felt worse basically and the kind of the, the, the festivaly feeling had subsided I was left with this feeling of basically raised temperatures um, or temperature singular uh, and I suppose it was more, more than one temperature so those raised co- collectively um, not necessarily at the same time and I had a really crap cough which was already developing and by talking <coughs> <coughs> sorry just uh, Paul Pogba dabbing into my shoulder there to cough um, in case I infect myself again um, or still what else was wrong with me? Oh yeah, I just felt dead weak and crap, basically, and just dead, a bit pathetic. So, you know, got the day off work, went to... So this is the mental bit, so this is how... I'm not going to definitely try not to get too political on all of this. The gang got political on all of this. Skip to the end of the first bit. What knows and what has happened and why we're in the state we are. It's, it's obscene. So, take care of each other. Fucking hell. 20 pranks to piss someone off. Number 20. Play your log in unusual places and get your phone out to record the reaction. Number 19. One of the original pranks involving a chair and sometimes pisses themselves. Number 1. Number 2. Number 3. I'm taking onions. There's going to be points where I waffle that sometimes, I don't know if you do it, where you find yourself, you waffle yourself down into a corner and you're like, someone's bound to interrupt at some point. And at that point, then it's fine to, you know, you, you can just pretend that you were... Sometimes I stare the other person in the eyes and do like a cutthroat thing to say, don't you ever fucking cut me off again. Um, of course they do. Um, so at that point, though, it's really it's just a case of going out and hurting. Not necessarily the nearest and dearest because they suspect that. But if they've got like, say, if they've got like three pets, uh, kill the second one they got. That kind of thing, you know. Like just maybe I don't know, bend its leg backwards so it goes in the way it shouldn't, or uh, twist its tail as hard as you can. Just those kind of, just, you know, create a vet bill. At that point, other stuff that's been going on in this quarantined uh, one no other things that have been going on in this quarantine zone that I've uh, created is the fact that I can't taste or smell anything. So I've been kind of combating that um, by just eating normally. I'm trying to maybe have a little bit of spicy things here and there just to try push something through. But I can't taste or smell anything. And so I've only just clocked today that what I can do is start making my way through the stuff in the cupboards that's a bit shit. Stuff that like when I've got like a shop delivered um, from a other from a famous supermarket um <clears throat> tandies when i've had my shopping delivered from tandies uh and they've delivered stuff like because i recently got into tinned mackerel don't know why well i do it's roisin's fault she got me into tinned mackerel um and it's fucking great so i got loads of that coming but what's happened is 
is that uh, when you order the hot and spicy uh, mackerel, yeah, big time lads, of course I do, um, they sometimes swap it for the sweet chilli mackerel, tin mackerel, and it's not the same. It is not the same. There was, uh, for example, what did I get the other day that was... So once I had an Asda shop where I bought, it was something like I bought, I, I, I pre-made my pack lunch for the week, <laughs> works week, <laughs> boring information. So I bought like, uh, because it was easier, because when I make, I make like chickpeas and uh, butter beans and um, red kidney beans and things like that. <coughs> oh, ugh. Yeah, put spices and shit on it so sometimes as a bit of a treat what i'll do instead of putting like several like turmeric and cumin and whatever i'll put um flaked uh, flaked crushed chili leaves i'll put uh, flakes i got stuff like flakes. thai seven spice thing well nice just over there delicious T- saves time you've got seven spices there look at you you little pathetic turmeric and cumin and uh garam masala it's three spices that Unless the several in garam masala, in which case I please accept my humble apologies. But I decided today what I was going to do. Um, what was my point about the spices? Oh yeah, so the replacement. I once bought two seven spice things, and, he, and in replacement for other spices, they give me seven spice again. So I had four seven spice. Obviously, being the hard nut that I am, I told them to shove it up their ass before you know after, of course, rubbering up. But what I've started doing now then, as a as a kind of <clears throat> to get through those replacements, I've been having um, what was my last meal I had? Meal <laughs> I had it was microwavable wholemeal brown rice. I know, delicious already, instantly. To be fair, I did buy that. That wasn't that wasn't a replacement. But I got um, sweet chili uh, mackerel with garden peas. So I made stirred all that in like so it's basically like um, a, a sweet chili mackerel and pea fried rice. It wasn't fried. It was rice. Um, wasn't nice. But all I could taste though was um, the the warmth and consistency of it. Like I, this morning I had um, so I got uh, I made some toast and I used this garlic and herb spread on it. And then that's when I thought, fuck, what a waste of garlic and herb spread because that's when I'm not going to be able to taste that now. So what I did, I put um, for moisture, I, oh, these are both buttered as well, don't they? I'm not fucking psychotic. But I put um, some curry ketchup on it that uh, I believe Joe's previously bought, the curry ketchup. And the problem with not being able to taste, well, the the, the advantage is, is that I couldn't taste it really. But the problem is, is that it also has like the fringe flavours of it. So um, I can sort of taste like the, maybe like the umami or something like that, like the uh, the ex, the extremities. For example, if I had a cup of tea and I had a cup of tea with sugar in, I'd be able to I'd be able to taste the um, the frilly little bit around the outside. I wouldn't necessarily be able to taste the whole block in the middle. It's like, for example, if you had a cup of tea and a, a cup of tea with sugar and you recorded them both, and um, you wanted to g- get the sugar back. And what you would do is you would um, sort of double, you put double, lay the tracks over and kind of subtract, subtract all the T part. You know, like when they, they, they get vocals from tracks, a cappella tracks and that, and you can still hear like the in the background. It'd be a bit like that. So you'd still have like the, maybe like the, um, the T stench in there. There'd be a hum of it. But ultimately, you would be basically dealing with uh, primarily sugary 
mega mix. Grease, grease, a grease, a grease lightning. Grease, grease, a grease, a yeah. grease lightning. Uh, yeah, check it. Now the pod's on tour, which means we're out and about. Now Matt's chit and chat. I bring that back out of house and there's background sound. So poor mix is defendable. That bad noise gear should still be comprehensible. For this two we're in Oberhausen und Düsseldorf. Uh. Mit Matty and Tom Etab. Day zero on um, my trip to, for my mates, Stag Do, Matty, who's the, um, I don't know, I can't remember what he was, was it what the, the enterologist from Barnsley or something, was he? He's, um, I think it was Dog Warden from Chichester, actually, it might have been him. Um, but, anyways, he's Stag Do. Um, we're heading to Dusseldorf, um, and I've, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but it's for, um, it's a it's a three day wrestling festival. Um, now, when it was getting booked, I thought it was like a single day festival thing, single day thing, and uh, it would be you know it's my mate, so and he loves wrestling, so so I figured it'd be fine. You know that's the sort of thing you do. It's sort of it's sort of the thespian man zorbing. Um, but here we are, money handed over, three day festival. Um, I guess watch this space. Uh, coronavirus is going on as well at the moment, but to be fair, I think there's more instant instances of um, that in the UK. So I hope I'm not a carrier. Pray for me. <laughs> Sorry, I should add, um, it started well because um, we booked on Flybe, which went into administration the day before we were due to fly, which was a hiccup. So, you know, we've, we've lost a number of the party, which means, you know, more wrestling for me, which is good. So I'm just about to leave the house. I uh, get my suitcase together and that. In fact, I'll probably have a shower um, just to make sure. Just what I'll probably shower to, uh, is it God Save the Queen that you've got to wash your hands to uh, the coronavirus for or somewhere? There's a sentence in there. Um, so I'm going to go have a shower to God Save the Queen. Um, probably all versions of it. Uh, and then I'll probably just slide out of the house like a greased up bitch. Godspeed. Just, uh, just on the way to the plane, guys. We've gone uh, to the wrong terminal already. Um, I think that's probably a good sign, given that we've only had our previous flight company going to administration, so it should be good. Uh, hey, tell you what, I'll let you know how the morning beers go down. Alright, guys, just a quick little call back in. I'm uh, here with the stag of the wrestling stag do. What have you, what, now that you know what you're up to for your stag, what, what have you got to say? So we land safely. Oh yeah, sorry, we're on a plane as well. Yeah. Actually, that is, that is, context is important. In this. Context is important. Yeah. I'm just scared of flying. We're you? about to land. Yeah, yeah. No, I like landing because it's closer. Yeah. The closer that we get to the, gla- the ground, the more I'm like comfortable. I've heard that's where 90% of accidents. Yeah, no, but I love it though. <laughs> it's weird. Like, I hate takeoff, but like the closer I get to the ground, it's like, well, there's less chance of anything. I could jump out what? the window. So what? So if the worst happened now though, now I'd jump out. But now they'd have to pay for your body to get taken back. Yeah, but I'd be dead though, isn't it? All right. She just take out the wedding fund, couldn't she? I suppose. Yeah, well. Just give you a nice. Keep, Martin Lawrence keep got the a wedding cupboard, stuff going, but just swap all the tirings around. Like, so that it's... Just marry someone that looks a little. Just marry, marry someone that looks like me, maybe. I don't know. No one looks like you. Marry a groomsman. What, like leftover groomsman. Is Shrek real? Is Shrek real? I mean, but 
But wow, I could call many a thing in my time. What's the worst? Ed Sheeran's dad. Ed Sheeran's dad. Not Ed Sheeran. You're Ed Sheeran's dad. And that was in the KFC. And you're about the, the same age as Ed Sheeran as well. I'd rather be called Ed Sheeran than Ed Sheeran's dad. It was in, it was yeah, in a course. KFC. And the thing was, it wasn't even to my face. It was one of them where I was like, we're in the queue. Well, that's I, bare, isn't it? I was in the queue on my own. I was hungover. I was getting the KFC for me and the missus. And there was a group of youths in front of us. And, and, and may I add, there were two girls. And she looked Can't at me. Want. She looked at me. She nodded, nodded, nodded towards me. And then said to her mate, Ed Sheeran's dad. And, but whispered it and I was just like or maybe she said Ed Sheeran's dead no dad like, it, was, it was crystal clear Ed Sheeran's was dad air, was it? yeah because I was looking haggard and to be fair it was a very 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 good um sex <laughs> no 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 ah. Analogy, a- analogy, like. All oh, right. Yeah, she did me. She had me dead to rights. So I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good burn. It's a very good burn. Very good burn. I actually googled his dad, and I looked nothing like him. Yeah, well, I don't think she said it because you looked like no, a no, 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 no. Dad. I was basically, she was basically saying, like, presumably, he looks. I don't know. Absolute max, fifty percent like Ed Sheeran. He looks awful. No, he looks nothing like him. Essentially, well, I look more like Ed Sheeran dug up after about two months. Of being Ed Sheeran's dead. dead. That's what I was saying. Ed Sheeran's Maybe. dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I thought she oh, was. Alright, sorry. Yeah. Well, that's where you're going with it. Um, so, rocking a little bit, this prayer. Well, it's literally in this second. About, about are, you, to are you gonna clap? Are you clapping? Are you clapping? No. You always clap when we land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we did die. Well, people are. There, there they are. Yeah, there uh, Download now, Matt, to your local Spotify playlist now. If you've been looking for beer 52, I can't remember what the advert yes. sounds <laughs> For just 25 99 you could listen to Beer. Bye. I used to get awkward boners in <laughs> German class because the temperature, I'm telling you, oh, this if, is the temp- if the temperature is a certain degree, I get comfortable, and when I get comfortable with a nice, lovely heat, I get an awkward, I get a boner. Is that still going? Yeah, it just still, it still happens. My mouth is like, really? Yeah. Helps out now and again, but like it's. Well, you're it's, not turned on, but there's yeah. a nice temperature. Yeah, and, and you know, if the temperature gets a certain temperature and I'm nice and comfortable and warm, I get a boner. It's weird. Do you reckon you got one in the womb? I think you do, don't you? Don't Would you, you get a boner in the womb? I don't know. Uh, not me personally. But well, I'd imagine that the womb is essentially like the Garden of Eden, if you will. It's bliss. So why wouldn't you get a boner in there? Me, me, me. Do you know where you are? If you're oh, you're a dog. You have You can have one food in the restaurant. You're gonna be bored. Right, lights oh, coming smart. on. We gotta do stuff. Gotta do stuff. Thanks, bud. Uh, yeah, go and give her a sign up. Little... Download your local Melt Matters subscription via however, whenever, and whatever you're listening to it with. Dot com. Dot cock. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm just on the way to uh, the first restaurant slash bar at the moment. Um, it's really nice, so over housing. It's like one big uh, Preston. Uh, we've got a lot to explore. I think it's got a lot to explore within all of us. So I'll let you know when um, we popped our first Oberhausen cherry. Well, in fact, Daily, Alan, did you just pop your Oberhausen cherry? Yeah. 
did you? No, I've not yet. I've not yet. That's like when we landed, it was like it was. In, it's almost. It's, it's, oh, really? It's like, Oh, it's no, see, no, I need to get to know a city or town. Well, I don't know what it is yet. Before I let it enter me in the way that it's. No, I was like literally wheels hit the floor and I was straight done. inside. Just yeah. done. Yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. what it was the toilet before the train station. Just flipped myself Oh, oh, it was an external thing, was it? Yeah, not TM. Sorry, TMI. All right, I can't wait for my TMI. I think I'm probably going to get a TMI from here as well. Probably medium rare TMI. But oh, oh. my favourite part of this is, is uh, so far the having to walk everywhere to, yeah. to get to somewhere that's, you know, there's, there's places nearby, but God, this is going to be so good. Oh, well, God. The walking bit. Um, just look where it looks like... Uh... In Eurotrip, where they've got that really poor country in the... Somalia? Yes. Was that in Eurotrip? No, no, no. Oh, great cuisine. Thank God we're walking past. So we're probably going to a steakhouse away. I think so. I'm not um, 100% on... Um... Do we all agree on steak, or is it just... Essis Richtig, mate. Essis Richtig is what's happening. Oh, nice. No, I had a little look on um, Untapped. Couldn't find one. Is this Jim Davidson? No, it's a guy that looks like Jim Davidson on the personal Gesucht. Gesucht? Gesucht. Looks like the uh, the guy who shoots it. Oh, my God. Is that Oliver Kahn? No. No. Is that Oliver Kahn? Looks like the guy who shoots the kid in Breaking Bad. Yeah, Oliver Kahn. <laughs> not Oliver Kahn, but that's like... That's what I mean, Oliver Kahn. Oh, that's not Oliver Kahn. It might be Oliver Kahn. Yeah, Matt Damon. Hello, future you. My name is Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> we are here because we're here. <laughs> it's a very nice day. A very beautiful day. And now we are playing a short game. Everyone has to say one word, and I, Elsa, have to finish the word. Matt starts with spastic. Let's go. <laughs> Hi mate, just checking in, making sure you're alright, I haven't heard anything yet. Did you manage to get your shower gel through? Uh, I know you were worried about that. Uh, call me when you get a chance, cheers. Alright, so, um, the first night of wrestling last night, uh, it was alright. Um, fell asleep on my mate's lap. Uh, hope, hoping for more of the same, I've had a couple of drinks. And, uh, it's boulangerie, um, which I believe is French, but um, I think they know what it means. Um, so I, I will report back. I'm not not sure how it's going to go. I think um, I think it's all right. I think we're okay. Tonight's might be a good one in terms of um, people who know wrestling, um, which I don't, uh, but will. And um, so I've, I basically I've took some really tight shorts, um, a, a tinfoil wrestling belt. Like, you know, like, like kids do in the FA Cup and stuff. Um, so I think I'll fit in. I'll, I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted anyway. Don't worry about me. Where are we walking in? We're walking to a German market. Yeah, exactly. At non-Christmas time. Chavoudre, mate. Chavoudre, indeed. Dr. Chavoudre. From... <laughs> Dr. Chavoudre. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about him, didn't you? Oh, God, look at that. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a church. Nice, yeah. building, isn't it? This is what we might be doing, like, uh, publicity stuff, isn't it? It's stuff that tourists do, the publicity stuff. Over house. It's all right, Tom. All right, Tom, yeah. Oh, God. Just because it's not, like, selling wolf hoodies with <gasps> cocks on the back oh, or whatever it is, like, fine. howling at a cock. I want them. I, want I would them. love a wolf I hoodie. Love if I can get a German wolf hoodie, though. I want that. Then I've made it. I'm buying one. 
I want that panther on the on the tree branch. That's what I want. That's the one I what, want. What, with like a, um, but like it's a like lovely tier one and sunset? No, just a dark, <laughs> like dark pale moonlight behind it. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. So like Michael Jackson I'm laughing then. <laughs> I didn't even mean to change it. I didn't even mean to change it. <laughs> He's had a gas though. <laughs> that sounds the price. <laughs> There's a lot of fabric going around there, here, isn't Yeah, there? okay, Tom, I see you. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, Tom, Tom, sorry. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Tom. Would you a judo belt? Oh, was, it, was, it, was it you who's looking after a judo belt? I've got four judo belts on. You've got four judo belts, all, all, all white. This is some nearly yeah, really yeah, warm stuff. You have to get purse. Mate, you actually have a panther. It's a blanket, that, though. I don't buy that. It's an actual panther. Me and Caelan had that in our the picture of that in our kitchen. Fabric. Daily is getting married, so I mean, technically, relationship-wise, he's Loser. technically winning. <laughs> technically winning. He has the most successful relationship so far. The highest level ones. The highest level. The Vivian Heights of marriage. Snow. Snow's coming. Just death left. Look at that. It's a building, isn't it? Banging a kid and then death. Oh. No, there's a comma. There was a comma. There was a comma. Well, well, what banging a kid and then death? Yeah, 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 yeah. Banging exactly. then a kid. No, you're not and banging. You, yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's the order, isn't it? You don't, you don't get a kid and then bang. Although you could, you can still, you can still <laughs> bang then have a kid and then bang. Get a kid then bang it. Ba- right. Who's banging? <laughs> Tom's banging his only kid. Right. Bags are clear. And now just, and now just referred to you as by name as well. Isn't it? <laughs> That's a record. Fantastic. This is just a fabric market. Yeah, it's literally it's just a fabric market. It's a right, okay, Dutch I, I, fabric market. Yeah. There's a guy on Facebook that does... There's a guy that I have obviously friends with on Facebook and he does... Anybody. Shut up, Tom, you bearded fuck. Nobody. <laughs> you, you upside down gob. You fucking upside down gob. It's all dog in a bag, dog in a bag, dog in a bag, dog in a bag. A dog in a bag thing. Great bag. Great bag. That is a good bag. Just for the viewers out there, that is a, a, a ginger man with a beard, with a hat on, in, with a with a cornfield, <laughs> cornfield, cornfield with, with a wheat thrasher right behind him, right behind him, perfectly behind him. Me and Tom have not been getting on this entire time. We? <laughs> we had such a Adam tried to buy fraudulent. Adam tried to buy a coat. Did it? Really? But it turned out the coat was just an example of what you could make with the fabric that they were selling. <laughs> Adam. Adam's dead cold as well. <laughs> Freezing. Freezing can I buy that coat? I'm dead cold. No, you can't. We can make it, though. <laughs> if you buy this enough, fabric. With enough time, a man who makes his own coat Go warms himself twice. Go Roy Keane, that little kid, Tom. Go Roy Keane. I'll think I'll What is it he said to him? Get up, you cunt. No, no, in his autobiography, he said he thought, take that, you cunt. Take that, you what he thought. Great band. <laughs> <laughs> Brackets. Was it not originally called Take That and Party, though? Really? I, how do you, you know that? Take, Take that, that and party. Like, I'm sure that was what they were called originally. Take that and What do you mean originally? Because they definitely just were, were produced, then straight out with their number one selling record. Yeah, I don't know that one. stinks a dupe. <laughs> do you actually need the toilet again? <laughs> Dear God's <laughs> sake. So we were in a taxi before, and uh, Matty was 
in absolute dire need of the title. Bearing in mind, he'd been for a wee three minutes before, and then he was he was begging the taxi the driver to pull up. Pull the seal. Mac- 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 dropping a Mackies on a on a main road. <laughs> just grow up. Mac- be an adult That's and hold the yeah. end of your tip. Like every normal man. Look very adult of me. The piss in the passenger seat of the taxi, is it? Hold it like a normal person. It's barely even mentionable. Like it's just some. Why have we walked right to the back? Sorry, mate. I've gone eight, eight, eight minutes. You've walked as far to the back as possible. You're out of wank in the world, is I've been wanked off in a wall, is. That's all I'm saying. Is there any toilets? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. We're too little my, fo- my thoughts exactly Two that. little babies. Oh. The small little baby cocks. Oh, You'll have to pay the man. Um, um, you have to know what. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a song on it. I was like, I wonder what this is. And he's like, oh. How much is it? 15 euro? Yeah, it's in. Yeah, it's in. Um, Danke. Okay. Danke schön. Danke schön. Danke schön. Oh, cheers. Thank you. Yeah, this song. He's like, I wonder, I wonder what this is, and he's like, ah, oh, I've got this brand new dead cooler. <laughs> it's called Shazam. <laughs> what song it is? You play a song to it, and it tells you what song it is. I was just like, oh my god, you've been living under a rock. To which I replied, what are you on about? Yeah, what are you on about? He's like, look. It's like seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this a I wonder spot? if I can get sponsored by Shazam. Oh, I'm this. Yeah. Uh, it's a brand new burger place, mate. I don't know. Fun guys. <laughs> fun guys. <laughs> Couple of fumpers. <laughs> oh, my thighs are open. If he killed himself, he, he would be ZZ Topping himself. Uh, no, it's not meant to be funny. He's top. talking about suicide. ZZ Topped himself. <laughs> so I, I've never been able to. Uh, let's have a look at your cheeks. Have you ever been able? Yeah, maybe you can't as well. Like, I've never been. I've got Keanu in his cheeks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got too many balls. You, you're all right. Yeah, you're sorted. I've got uh, shit cheeks shit in cheeks, terms of um, growing the facial there. Uh, but yours is yours, right? Cheeks. No, no, no. Well, this is it. This is literally the amount of extent. This is the extent. This is the extent. Oh, I don't laugh. Because <laughs> you're literally laughing to and at my face. Oh, yeah, you've got your face in the air, but you still laugh at my little bald head, don't you? Yeah, well, that's because it's pathetic. It's terrible. <laughs> little right, powerbombing for you. Powerbombing. One power powerbomb coming right up. Oh, shit like that to me. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Salmon Cat. Yeah, well, who do you, Alan Carr? Who do you, Alan Carr? Who do you, Alan Carr? Right, you're going to have to put the wrestling mask on at some point, mate. You absolutely are. <laughs> you like sport music, don't you? Yeah, you can just tell that the beard's going to be terrible. Let's go here. Bouncing. <laughs> Looks absolutely bouncing. <laughs> this is so weak. <laughs> like the bounce of like a 90 year old. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's a bit of a black hole. It does. All of this looks like a It's like a walkabout, isn't it? Is this what constitutes river, by the way? This, this little flat bit of water. <laughs> it's a No, 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 no. no. I don't Do mean, you call that a river? I don't mean that. This is, it's just it's a clearly <laughs> man-made thing that is just it's about four inches wide. <laughs> the promenade, man. No, come on. Do you call that your river? No wonder we won both the wall. Jeez. It's funnier because I heard it the first time you oh, made the joke. Oh, <laughs> 
So, the longer it takes me to pull my finger out and mix this podcast, to be fair, my computer broke because so I've had to get a new one. Uh, which is a bit of a pain in the ass, which means I'm going to have to figure out a new theme tune for Now It Matters. I quite like that little bass thing and putting uh, Biggie Smalls or whoever over it. A bit of a kick to the biff in that, but never mind. Um, and with every passing day of this, something else notable and ridiculous is happening, so I kind of want to just get this out and get it done with so that it, it, it becomes almost like some sort of Samuel Pepys-esque diary document in a little tiny little pocket, like a week of time as the before everything went more fucking batshit. That shit crazy, can I say that? Is that... <laughs> Oof. Um, as if anyone had ever thought that batshit crazy would ever potentially have some sort of uh, connotations about some sort of slight apocalyptic nature. Wow. Anyway, it's getting a bit 14 days later, isn't it? It's not quite 28 days later, but you know, looking out on the front street and seeing it getting quieter and quieter and stuff, it's fucking... It's not... It's not comfortable, is it? That's unless, I guess, you're one of those future Darwin Award nominees who thinks that just because you're fine, the world is absolutely fucking bellends. But as you've probably chosen to listen to this podcast to suspend reality um, for a brief little twat of your life, I won't dwell on it too much, but I mean, you've got to forgive me a little bit. It is it's quite an omnipresent thing, isn't it, at the moment? Um, on the plus side, some of the amazing things I've seen from my restrictive social media little hangout that I've got from being in isolation. So you have to take it with a pinch of salt, well at least I'm trying to. But nature seems to have started to take little pockets of the earth back, which is amazing. And little bits of greenery and sea that would otherwise be inhabited by our little pieces of shit that we've decided that is more obviously more important. Things like, you know, the canals of Venice running clearer so you can see the fish and swans returning to it and stuff. There are videos of dolphins in harbours and things. That would be a death trap otherwise, so, you know, go nature on that front. Um, I've returned to a bit more of a normal voice as well since the first, like, 30 minutes or whatever this podcast was put together. Um, <clears throat> that was in the gap where my computer annoyingly broke. So I'm working from home now. Um, did an update on my computer to make sure that my computer was safe for um, work documents and it broke it. So that's pretty sweet. But I'm still in a hibernation on my own at the moment. Met up with uh, Maka, Joe, Lucy and Rachel um, yesterday up at the Lancaster Park. Like Obviously we kept like, we kept it was a ridiculous distance we kept from each other. Um, fills me with anxiety every time I'd see someone walking around the corner I'd have to go the other way when I went through the park the other day. You know, in an attempt to not contribute to this fuck fest that um, some people think is over the top. Um, to you I say, go fuck yourself. You are the David Cameron to our Smiths, so turn this thing off and run headfirst at a pebble dash wall and smash it off the corner, my friend. But the um, the community spirit in all of this is amazing. Um, as again, I'm, again, I'm only saying this from my kind, my little microcosmic little pocket of the universe. Um, lovely Maka and Lucy dropped me off um, a beef casserole the other day on my doorstep, which was quite cute. Um, don't tell anyone that I said the word cute though. Um, I felt my penis revert back up inside itself. Oh, there it is. It's just popping, popping out of my ass. Ugh. So weirdly, right, they messaged me, and 
what's the politically correct term? I was otherwise disposed, um, disposed, indisposed, busy. Uh, I was, I was in the bathroom, should we say? And um, after I'd wiped, I came downstairs and opened the door, and it was there. It was the little brown parcel on the doorstep, not my usual ones. Um, and there was Mac and Lucy were stood this really weird location, just circling a car, not their car. They they walked around, so I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if they thought it was like the Truman Show or it was some sort of like they were waiting for their part in my life. It was a bit unusual, but I didn't have the heart to tell them that I couldn't taste. Uh, still can't actually, still can't taste or smell. It's getting slight little um, whiffs of things. Uh, I think I mentioned about making my way through the shit things in the cupboard. Unfortunately, now I'm starting to taste the um, mackerel in tomato sauce, which is not the nicest of the mackerels. Let's put it that way. Mackerel's getting a lot of shout out in this podcast, isn't it? it makes a change from conversations being dominated by the c word, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I suppose um, the m word, m word. Um, and obviously all conversations now are completely dominated by that, which, you know, is the, you got to understand at the moment. It's not mackerel, obviously, the coronavirus. It's becoming a bit of a repetitive pain in the cock, if I'm honest. But it's never too long before something unimportant or irrelevant comes up. So in the spirit of community, this is a conversation I had with a mate chap over WhatsApp. Cheers! Technology. <laughs> um, at, at this time, like... At this time, like, like, is is a computer worth any any money anymore? Like, I don't. Are the things that we like considered worth money worth money anymore? Is that is that like? Are we gonna have a new norm? Like, like I don't know. Like, if you have like a basil plant in your house, like you know, like that's you know, like you're looking good with that. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. As uh, I was just reading a, a news article where uh, obviously the sensible BBC media have uh, uh, <laughs> done a news article on what happens if the shops run out of food. <laughs> and it's just literally like like the army would be called to stop food writing. I'm like, oh, right, okay, brilliant. Like, like that's that, like, oh, yeah, wait, like, oh, phew, phew. Oh, oh, that's going to solve all our issues. I don't know about you, mate, but I've been, um, I, I've, I've been nicking little bits off next door. Every time they leave their door open to go and help um, one of the local charities, I'm just sneaking in there and poking holes in all the Johnnies and uh, just put, pouring little bits of water into the flower so they get... <laughs> So they get rife with weevils. In terms of the job sitch, though, mate, I hope uh, I hope it all works out. Obviously, I mean, I think it probably will because, I mean, this is literally just going to be around for ages. I mean, are they are they just going to literally just shut everything down indefinitely forever? I mean, I just can't really see it happening. It doesn't really make much sense. I mean, it's in the population, you know. Well. You know, a lot of people are obviously going to die from this now. I don't like. I mean, we can we can stem the flow a bit, but all right, we go into quarantine for three months or whatever, like, and then we all come out of quarantine and just immediately go to discos and shit. Like, it's just going to start up again, isn't it? Like, it, it's how viruses work, isn't it, right? I mean, you know, you're not going to get a vaccine until like they reckon like eighteen months, don't they? So I mean. I mean, I can't do this for 18 months, mate. I'm not even, I'm not even off work yet, and I'm bored out of my head. 
Like, I literally, all I do is go to work, run home, eat 12 portions of fruit and vegetables, and watch fucking pumpkin head, don't I? I mean, it's like, like I don't know, like, I just don't know if I can say this anymore. In all seriousness, in all seriousness, though, like, if the schools get closed, I mean, might just uh, start doing some sweet little beats on uh, on Garage Band and sending them your way, mate, and getting some tasty licks written over it. And then uh, we'll write uh, we'll write the quarantine album, we'll end all quarantine albums. You can come up with a snappy title in some way, like, you know, play on words to do with hip-hop and quarantine. Like, you know, I, I obviously can't do it as well as, as you can off the cuff, but you know, you know what I'm, you know what, you know where we're going. Um, you know, straight out of quarantine or something, something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, like, like a final note, like, so they've cancelled all sporting events, but they've left elderly care open, care homes and schools open. <laughs> what? What are they doing, mate? I don't like. I I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, you'd you'd think that like when does it end? I, I know what you mean, like. Surely there's there's always going to be some pocket of it somewhere, like someone will uncover like a t-shirt that they coughed into the sleeve of or something that's been so well moistened and below a radiator or something that when they pick it up and go, oh, where have you come from? That that little burst when they pick it up and maybe straighten it out, it just goes straight into their eyes. And then before you know it, their eyes have been eating bats or whatever the equivalent is. And then... They're just off getting temperatures and giving it to the old and killing them. Hip-hop album names, come on then. Um, so the first one when you said quarantine, I was thinking of Queen, Quarant, Queen, Latifah, Teen, Quarantine, Quarantine, no, not, that's, that doesn't work. Uh, quarantine, Latifah, that bit better, but um, how about, maybe we could spell quarantine for life backwards like nwa's second album that i'm not allowed to pronounce because i'm white or uh two, 2020 instead of 2001 um and instead of a weed leaf it could maybe be like a someone fucking a bat other classics are there <laughs> those are the only classic hip-hop albums that i know arguably my favorite genre next to funk and i can't and then rock actually yeah maybe it's i don't even want to I don't even want to think about it. Oh, I've thought about it now. One, two, three, into the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre and Richard Dobb. But you're not allowed in, because if they come in, you don't know if they're infected, you're in isolation, one of you is going down. One, two, three, into the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at your door, but two meters away. Me and uh, Roisin just celebrated our anniversary today which revolved around Roisin coming to visit me in my backyard and I was looking at her through the window and we're on the phone, shared cards. Um, Roisin left a card by the window for me and I got that. And then uh, we're just chatting at distance <laughs> through the window. Obviously really sweet and romantic, but um, what, a, what a damning sign of the times that on your anniversary you, you can't even make, can't even give her a hug. Well done, whoever that man was who fucked a bat. Definitely fucked a bat. In the same way that AIDS wasn't like, oh yeah, got blood from monkey flesh. You fucked a bat, mate. You fucked a bat. Just admit it. Him fucking a bat has meant that Barrow and Eastley game is is um, unlikely now. So that that trip to Stonehenge that we were going to do, 
looking less likely, isn't it? <coughs> Having said that, it is on the first weekend of the games that are meant to be restarted, so hopefully the Barrow-Eastley game will go ahead. But, I mean, I don't know if I fancy travelling the length of the country to A, have the game cancelled, or B, stoke up the fires of the coronavirus. But that's just me. I'm always like that, aren't I, about um, stoking up fires. Coronavirus on me. Sign of the times, mate. <laughs> like loving the time of COVID nineteen, mate. So it's that's how it goes down. If um we do go, then it might actually be a blessing in disguise because we could just hide out. We could all we're all off work, like like football game called off, but we all just go camping at Stonehenge for six six weeks, six months. Let's <laughs> just. Like there for the summer solstice for some reason, but no one's there because everyone's everyone's in quarantine. But we've managed to, for some reason, just camp outside for six months and live happily and frolic in the grass of a warm spring afternoon, summer's night. I like the idea that if we did go to um, <clears throat> if we did go to uh, Stonehenge and we camped there for six months. If uh, the first first week or so we managed to sort of get away with it, and then like the week after that, like people start returning to work, and the the um, the, the caretakers there is like, right guys, you can't you can't camp here. You know this is a this is um this is an important heritage site. Come on guys, shoot 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 shoot. And we start going yeah sure sure sure. And then after like five months, it's like <laughs> it's like guys, and like Gary, it's seven o'clock in the morning. You you keep staying over here, guys. You're using the third stump along as a toilet. It's disgusting. Gary, Gary, we're not going anywhere. Ever since your wife left you, you've turned into a right, a right money piece of shit. I'm starting to see why she cheated on you with your brother. <laughs> Guys, using, using it as a toilet. Can I shut up, Gary? We don't tell you how to live your life. Like, fuck off. Look, what do you expect us to do? The whole fucking country's in quarantine. Yeah, lads, six months ago, you've been here for fucking ages. Like, leave. Just get out of here. Like, piss off. Every, you, and you all got jobs. I'm going to smack you in a minute. Chill, chill, Gary, chill. Just come and have some of this lobster. <laughs> lobster? Come and have some of this land lobster that we found behind the fourth stump that's been living off our feces from the third stump. Guys, that's my fifth stump lobster. Now you have one angry Gary. <laughs> I'm just literally just imagining us sat there with like an absolutely fucking amazing tent and like, like just like lobster on the table, like, you know, Nash cooking up a storm, you know how he likes to and that. Like um, using his little pinch pots with salt and pepper in and that. We're all sat there, Gary comes marching over, like fucking killjoy, we're like, oh here he comes, here he comes, buzz killing turn again. Oh, but, but, but he tells us to fuck off. You're like a broken record, Gary. But we've got like, um, we've set up like a, a, a circus tent that like covers like 95% of it. So there's still like a, a stump of three just sort of poking out the edge. 
so completely dominated Stonehenge, but like just sort of carelessly, you left just a couple of bits poking out to show like almost like a proper two fingers up to like, ah, oh, we don't even give a shit about where we're here. It could have been over there. We could have camped a hundred meters that way, but we've just chose to camp over this Weetabix monument. It's basically what happened with uh, Hadrian's Wall anyway, isn't it? All the Scottish and the um, Scottish versus the Geordies or whatever it was. Where they um, had a big, one big food fight. If you know, like you've seen the video, I think it's Sing. Is it Sing for Travis? Um, you know, the Travis music video. They did it on top of the pops. I think I think someone gets like a squid in the face or something, or an octopus in the face. That's basically what happened at Hadrian's Wall. So we should probably, should probably do the same. But we need, maybe need to get, but it might have to be like Kaiser Chiefs or something. Probably. Oh, he's down that way. He's down Eastley, kind of where. Um, I know Eastley's past Stonehenge, but where's where's Stonehenge? I know, uh, Blur. Right, I reckon, I reckon what you should do is get on Twitter, message the Kaiser Chiefs, m- message Blur. <laughs> in, in actual fact, message anyone, message anyone who could be interested. In it. Message the Fratellis as well, because they'll, you know. I'll probably be up for it. Um, see what you can get, because uh, like at the end of the day, like we need. <laughs> Imagine spelling it out to them, right? So we need you, like you know the video for Travis's sing where someone gets an octopus in front of the face and something happens to Adrian's wall. Well, we we need you guys to do a very similar thing for us, but with Stonehenge and without without an octopus. Um, yeah, just just get back to me if you can. Strictly no seafood. Um, and what we're gonna do is we'll we'll st- we're gonna be camping there, but we we can't be bothered seeing you. So if you can somehow do it, I mean, there might be a point where we all kind of go for a walk or something. Um, I suppose you, I could give you like my Facebook location or something like that, Damon, uh, if you're interested. What about you, Graham? And then um, we can maybe get the Ting Tings involved as well. Although they were shit. So probably substitute them for the subways. Um, and once they're, once they're in it, you know, the Cribs will be interested. And then that guy will just come along and smash his mouth open on the microphone like he always did. Because that was dead cool, wasn't it? Do you remember how cool that was? It was dead cool, wasn't it? So when when he's when he's smashing his face off one of one of um our feces stump or whatever it is like stonehenge i'll like gary will come over and he'll be like what the hell is going on here and that um and then that could be like that'll be when we move out and a russian circus moves in to the marquee that we've left behind but um and all that's all that's <laughs> all that's in the russian tent the the circus tent when they'd um show up is like you remember when people used to leave a tent at fe- festivals and stuff but rather than just leaving the tent so they could donate it to a charity for people who don't have a home they would um do a shit in it and then just leave that so then that was obviously really hot august with a shit in it a shit in a tent people getting paid to do that and also not and also ruining a home for someone who would really need it but to be honest i'm not i'm not that into that so i guess if if I suppose if, um, what was it, the name of the basis from the subway, Charlotte something, was it? No, that might have been um, Ash. Well, if Ash turn up, then they can clean it out. And um, if you 
Like so, right? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Blur or the Kaiser Chiefs. Can't be arsed with them. Um, I'd rather just, you know, I'm there with my mates. I'm having a laugh. You know, I don't want fucking part life blasting out from fucking Stonehenge, mate. Like they all rock up with, you know, all rock up with their instruments as well. Like fucking Alex James with his cheese making kit or whatever he's got. Like loads of cheese with him. And uh, the, and Blur's drummer who likes politics, talking about politics. Like, I don't need that shit. I mean, look, I'm here at Stonehenge. Look, we've we've commented Stonehenge. Gary doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on. You know, like we don't know why Stonehenge has been left in charge, like left in the in the care of one guy. One solitary man called Gary, who literally is just having a terrible time trying to keep four men off his property. His property, like he owns Stonehenge. <laughs> like, oh, lad, you haven't fucking brought Blur down here, have you? For oh, for fuck's sake! Like, oh, we will never get him out of here now. We're talking about cheese and fucking. Oh, cheese and politics all afternoon. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you've brought a plague upon us all, lads. Oh, for goodness sake, they're already playing girls and boys. No, they'll be here, they'll be here for hours. Be here for hours. Oh, you bloody idiots. It's all cheese and Tories with those guys, isn't it? But, um, and then and, and Gary's like, oh, oh, here come the Towers of London. And all they come, and they come across with all their old, like, plastic recycling and pour it all over the place. And, like, just letting loads of balloons off, but, like, not tied ones, just so it's like, <laughs> and then, like, uh, Donny Rat or whatever the fuck he was called, um, picks it up and blow, keeps blowing it up. And then, and then letting it go again, and rubbing his cock on the end of it, then blowing it up, and then letting it go again, and then rubbing his cock on the end of it, and then blowing it up and letting it go again, and he's just absolutely giggling, absolutely giggling, and Gary's there, head in hand, ringing his mum. <laughs> well, we've obviously got completely different images of Gary in our heads, haven't we? Because I'm picturing something like a 55-year-old male, um, average height, flat cap, tweed, wellies all the time but you know like a ruddy face kind soul really kind soul like you know boys will be boys but it's always trying to move us on anywhere you know <laughs> uh, fucking you're picturing like like some guy at the slightest sign of the towers of london and blur is uh crumbling and ringing his mum like it's not that's not the guy i know i've come and know and love <laughs> no, I think we are imagining the same guy. It's just I, I think, I think that this guy is just maybe, maybe where we've got a different temperament, perhaps on the guy. I think this guy's just quick to um, dismay, like instantly at dismay. Not the former Man United defender. So that even like the smallest things, oh, everything just instantly, constantly piles up. Having said that, this is six months into our tenure. Into uh, we've created a Russian circus brought across all these bands from the late 90s, early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, late 2000s, the, the, the 90s and 2000s, um, and got them to basically show so little respect to one of uh, England's oldest heritage, England's oldest heritage sites that um, it's brought a 50 year old man with his flat cap with a ruddy face to tears. And his mum's dead, so he's just ringing the answering machine so he can hear a voice over and over again. As well, like, if um, Donny Rat or whatever he's called from the Towers of London comes, 
he's rubbing his cock all over balloons and stuff and blowing them up and like you know letting like you know like doing fart noises and that like like we should all band together like us and blur you know like they stop playing like look at us and then we look at them and then we just like turn to them and go oh, what are you doing mate let's you know like fucking hell grow up like fucking idiot but it feels but when we all do it at the same time it feels like when you're having a jam and then you all read the music perfectly at the exact moment you all feel the the, the vibe and um you all align musically in some sort of amazing uh universal uh, string theory-esque uh, thing it feels a bit like that but with um, a passionate turn towards Gary I think it was Gary was it Donny Rat no it was Donny Rat wasn't it we all turned towards Donny Rat with this amazing um, uniformed homogenized organic sense of union <laughs> and just we say we say fuck off at the exact same time and he just floats away never to be seen again much like he is now. Yeah, we've just basically made an an absolute charade, charade, charade of his entire life that he spent protecting this wonderful world heritage site. We've created a Russian circus with loads of bands from the mid nineties to uh, mid two thousand, and. Um, just basically made a mockery of it. We're not even holding concerts. We're just there. like everyone's there for our amusement. We've shit all over it as well because <laughs> we can't be asked digging a toilet or anything. Been there for six months. Imagine the smell, the state of the place. Awful, rubbish everywhere because we've got no bins or anything, and we're obviously not having it in the tent. It's basically like a festival, but just us there because everybody else is in quarantine and even if they weren't, they wouldn't be invited. Only Blur, only the Towers of London and if Razorlight played the cards right, Johnny Brell and Co could be there as well. Right, if you're going to be like mate, I'm just going to go to bed. I've, um, I'm absolutely sick of it. I'm absolutely sick of that. Fucking Johnny Burrell being there. You're making a mockery of this. So you better hope that you have a nice sleep, you keep nice and safe, but to be honest, mate, just fuck off, yeah? And you better keep your sweet patootie out of my sleep, otherwise I'm coming down there and banging your head in. Oh, I will, mate. I'll fuck right off. Fuck right off into tomorrow. Right off into tomorrow, never to be seen again. Float into the wind like Donny Rat. <laughs> Donny Rat on a badden. Float into the wind as we bollock him. And, you know. <laughs> From a final thought, as you whistle um, that tune, think of the uh, think of the of the uh, significance that has now. You know, there's panic in America, trouble in America, watching America, replace America with the world. You know, sums up what's going on now.
on them um, it's kind of facing off not really sure what goes on at this point you're going to make friends do you think because I definitely know that they've practiced this they've practiced this bit that's not so yeah. do you not think this is the first time they've encountered each other <laughs> Look at, the, look at the tension. I think this is two really famous people in their world hanging out with each other for the first time. I think they are actually like quite famous people. Of course they're. Nothing! Kissing ref! <laughs> <laughs> I think this big lad's going to wreck So, it. so what he's doing is he's jumping against the ring and then running in it. It's Jeff Cobb versus who is it? Is it Jeff Cobb versus uh, Nora Cora, whatever he's called. Nora, Derek Cora? Derek Cora's medium common sources. <laughs> So it's bouncing off the ring. So this, it's bouncing off the ring, and uh, Jeff Cobb's just stood there, just taking it. It must be tiring. Jeff Cobb's massive. He is massive. It's, it's basically a really pasty guy, like, like white collar kind of guy, versus like a really proper fucking wrestler. Oh, I smacked him. So I'm not sure now how he's being him, but he, he wasn't before. Oh, he is. But he is. He is oh, no, he's, oh, no, no. Oh, is he still struggling to move it? Yeah, he's struggling. Oh, because he's hard. 119 he's kilograms. hard, because he's hard. Fucking nails, man. I see what you're saying. Cora's going to get thrown out of the ring, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just slapped him. That's what that slight noise was. I might have to go, because I think I'm going to enjoy it in a second. Shaklaki! <laughs> I'm going to give you this just to keep talking about nothing. Commentate on the right re- thing. Not commentate on the game for me, please. On the game. I give you this because I'm just going to have to order something. Can you order commentate on the game? Yeah. Big, uh, big Jeff Cobb's about to pick up Car Noir, who's uh, put him to the turnbuckle. Give him a little Irish whip in the uh, toe. Straight for his chest, and he's going straight down. Cobb's going for the pin. There's a one, just a one count, so that's nothing. Cobb's looking a little bit frustrated, even though he shouldn't be, because really that shouldn't be the guy. Nice clean headbutt there. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, sorry. Tom just dropped his pint on the head. <laughs> sorry. I'm trying to look for a Get away. Little uh, torture rack. It's killing him, man. Think of the fans! <laughs> He's got a family! 
Probably. He's begging us. He's begging us, man. He's begging us, man. He's begging us. Not me spine. I'm just that it realigned. I don't know what's going on. Bobby Dazzling, Sparkling, Dicky Bow on. This is Dicky Bow, right? He does as well. If he threw that in the crowd, I bet it would kill three people. And he has! I don't know what has come over this most German of referees, but that gorgeous pink sequin bow tie has been launched into the unsuspecting crowd, boomeranging and decapitating its way through the living pillars of bones and flesh like a murderous crow. In lieu of seed, this murderous crow tie seeks only to absorb the life of others. At some angles, Chip, it really is hard to tell whether it's traveling away from you or is actually getting clear. Oh yeah, I tell you something. I think you'll understand. You know what I mean? And I say something. I wanna hold your hand. I wanna hold your hand. prostate gland, and secondary sexual characteristics that develop at birth for swallowing.